Hi there, it's Cameron Vakillian with Inspiring Internships, the podcast where we discuss what makes a successful internship and why. This episode is all about the future of internships and how technology and the accessibility of artificial intelligence are making big changes in both academic and practical environments. I'll be presenting some research and professional opinions on what to expect in the coming years as this continues to grow. I have been looking forward to this Hot Topic episode for a while now. There is so much to talk about as we enter this new working era. The increase in remote positions, the need for flexible schedules, the growing pushback to unpaid internships, and the controversy around new AI platforms that are now more accessible than ever before. Our world is changing rapidly, and so are the ways we think of internships and careers. I'll start with AI, as this is a topic that is generating a ton of interest, excitement, and concern in just about every field right now. More and more people are catching on to just how much AI is becoming part of our daily lives and the systems within it. ChatGPT in particular has really shaken things up recently. For those who don't know, ChatGPT is basically a very sophisticated language model developed by OpenAI. It uses artificial intelligence to generate human-like text responses based on the input it receives. It can converse with you in fairly natural ways, answer questions, and give you information on a wide range of topics. It's like a very advanced Google search without having to scroll through lots of the pages to find your answer. But AI and platforms for this innovation have been around much longer than you would think. In fact, AI has roots in the early 1950s when researchers became very interested in machines that could simulate human intelligence. This didn't start off with a bang. However, over the decades, more and more intense research has led to major advancements. ChatGPT is not the first advanced learning software to be introduced to the general public. There have been various forms of AI before ChatGPT. Some notable examples include Eliza in the 1960s, designed to simulate a psychotherapist, and IBM's Watson, which won the game show Jeopardy in 2011. But now we see AI all over in various forms, like when we talk to Siri or Alexa on our devices, and more advanced algorithmic uses like TikTok and targeted advertisements. ChatGPT generated significant attention for a few reasons. Its scale and capability, its ability to understand natural language, and of course, the ethical and societal implications. It's also generated lots of popularity because it's very powerful and effective in many ways. Now, within seconds, people can create project proposals, budgets, social media content, formulas, sewing patterns, cooking recipes, you name it, all based on vast amounts of text data from the internet, allowing it to understand and generate coherent and textually relevant responses. ChatGPT has helped tons of people save hours of work the kind of work that doesn't require too much creativity or critical thinking. Many, however, argue that ChatGPT and other uses of AI will have a negative impact on education, claiming that it will cause dependency and hinder our ability to think independently, that this will subject us to bias or inaccurate information, reduce social and emotional aspects of learning, and exacerbate problems of equity and accessibility. But that's why I'm excited to be working for the College of Humanities, where more than ever, Researchers and practitioners of the humanities are needed to address these concerns. For more on this, I sat down with Dr. Hollis Robbins, Dean of the College of Humanities at the University of Utah, 
Here's what Dean Robbins had to say about ChatGPT. I'm really excited about ChatGPT and other AI platforms. I think they offer our students, humanities students, but students all over the university, really helpful tools for accessing scholarship, helpful tools for translating scholarship into their needs if they're writing a paper or if they're doing a research project. As you know, you know, students sometimes are a little daunted about how to access scholarship or how to understand heavily footnoted research texts. And AI, even in the modes of synthesizing scholarship for ease of understanding, we're not simplifying things for students. We're giving students tools to more easily access information that then they may go back and read heavily footnoted, serious works of scholarship about a topic that they're passionate about. In the meantime, these tools are going to bring more students into the conversation. So I really liked what she said here. And no matter what your thoughts are on AI and the uses of ChatGPT, the point is, it's here. We've arrived at a place in time where we need to at least understand more about it. When it comes to career and internship success, I always believe it's better to be ahead of the curve than resistant to it. The more we understand better ways of using applications like ChatGPT, the more it will help us in the future. Personally, I'm excited for these positives of AI because I think it will pave the way for even more human creativity. I'm already seeing this so much in our younger generations who have been quick to catch on to these uses, coming up with creative ways to get AI to do some of the more monotonous tasks. It allows the student to be interested in the sort of the meat of the matter, right? The, the central issue that we're looking for in humanities research, not getting bogged down in where's the parenthesis go and footnoting this or, you know, what comes first, the publisher or the year or the page numbers. Students stress about that. And even though those things, those ways of footnoting, of understanding provenance of a text and the genealogy of ideas is so important for scholarship, this allows you to get rid of a lot of the drudge work or outsource it to artificial intelligence. And that's fantastic. I did my own little research on social media not too long ago and asked my network of friends about ChatGPT in a poll. Most of my friends are millennials, and I learned that 21% of them are using ChatGPT at work, and 76% of them are not. This made me realize that most of my generation is not as sold on this as I thought they were, but there are multiple studies out there that show Gen Z definitely utilizing this more. So what does this mean for internships? I have heard some people say that this will be bad for internships, that it will take away jobs or make employers less willing to create paid internships, when AI can do much of the work faster and cheaper. However, I think that logic applies if we are thinking of internships in very simple terms. As I've said before, and I cannot stress enough, internships are learning experiences. Interns should not be doing work that doesn't contribute to their academic pursuits or career goals. As interns, you should stick up for yourself and offer ideas and fresh perspectives. Interns can totally use ChatGPT. There could be many opportunities for interns to use this as a resource for getting projects done and excel within their organization. For anyone using ChatGPT, remember that it's not perfect. You can usually tell when something is generated by AI 
It lacks the tone and unique style of different human authors, or perhaps is biased to certain kinds. It also may give inaccurate information, because it's mostly trying to learn based on the input it receives. For example, you may ask ChatGPT to summarize a piece of text, but it has the potential to display wrong information or leave out the nuances that are important to consider. You would never want to fully rely on ChatGPT without reading through the responses and making note of where these inaccuracies could come from. But what's great about ChatGPT is you can keep training it by giving it more prompts or specifications. For example, summarize this text, but this time with XYZ. ChatGPT is also not fully up-to-date in the information it presents. I believe right now it's pulling from sources up to September of 2021. But ChatGPT is great for helping you with that writer's cramp, or creating action plans, or getting some basic recommendations. As an intern, you can really use this technology to your advantage. You can quickly find information, explore topics, and conduct preliminary research for various projects. You can generate tons of content for presentations, reports, or social media posts. You can get insights on industry trends or best practices. You can even ask for strategies like, how do I professionally ask my boss for something? The uses for this are plentiful and will only continue to grow as more and more people use it and discover ways it can help them. So as technology continues to thrive, new questions emerge that will challenge us to rethink the way we work and how often we do it. This past spring semester, 65% of my students in the College of Humanities completed an in-person internship and 35% were remote. However, in the summer, this number of in-person internships usually goes up slightly. This means, however, that there is a significant number of remote internships today. I also learned something fascinating recently on the Hey You podcast, which is an awesome podcast, by the way. You should go and check it out. And they do these banter episodes where students from the business school get together and chat about various topics within career services. Recently, there was an episode where they were talking about four-day work weeks being really popular among college students and how it would boost productivity and defeat what they described as the Sunday scares. <laughs> they also talked about remote work, and I was really interested to hear their perspectives. The episode is called BCA Banter, New Year, New You, and it's really good, so go and check it out. Something I think the pandemic has taught us all is the need to be flexible. These days, I have found that students are the most successful when they are given the option of both in-person and online because there are smart, easy ways to engage remotely. To revisit some of the studies on Gen Z, which is the largest demographic for internships right now, studies reveal that Gen Z tends to be highly motivated, tech-savvy, and good at multitasking. They also have a greater desire for work-life balance. Employers are recognizing the importance of accommodating these preferences and are implementing flexible work arrangements, remote work options, and well-being initiatives. I combed through a bunch of employer evaluations this year from my internship courses and learned that students are performing quite well in remote internships. Overall, remote internships have been successful for many students who have adapted well to virtual work environments and utilizing resources effectively. Something that both interns and employers should always be aware of is that remote internships require self-discipline, time management, and strong communication skills. Students who are proactive in seeking guidance and clarifying expectations from their supervisors tend to perform really well. 
Remote internships also provide students with the opportunity to develop remote collaboration and digital communication skills, which are super valuable in today's work landscape. Regular check-ins with interns and supervisors are crucial for this, and there should always be a space for honest feedback on how things are going and what resources may be needed for optimal performance. Interns can face challenges in remote internships, such as limited access to mentorship and networking opportunities, potential distractions at home, or a lack of hands-on experience. It's crucial for internship programs to provide support, clear communication channels, and opportunities for skill development to ensure that students can perform at their best in these remote settings. Here are some tips and tricks that interns should consider for remote internships. Number one, establish a dedicated workspace. Create a designated area for work that is free from distractions, is comfortable, and has all the necessary equipment for productivity. Number two, set clear goals and prioritize tasks. Define specific goals and objectives for each day or week. Break down these tasks into manageable chunks and prioritize them based on deadlines and importance. Number three, manage your time effectively. Develop a schedule or routine that aligns with your internship requirements. Set aside specific blocks of time for focused work, breaks, and personal activities. Number four, communicate proactively. Stay in regular contact with your supervisor and colleagues through email, instant messaging, or video conferencing platforms. Provide timely updates on your progress. Number five, be proactive and take initiative. Take ownership of the work and identify opportunities to contribute beyond assigned tasks, suggest new ideas, and offer solutions to challenges. Show enthusiasm and willingness to learn and grow in your role. Number six, Foster virtual relationships. Despite being remote, build those connections with your colleagues and supervisors. Talk about fun things during your meetings so it doesn't feel like business all the time when you're online. Remote work can sometimes feel isolating. Stay motivated by setting mini milestones, celebrating achievements, and connecting with other interns if possible. And finally, number seven, adapt and be flexible. Remote work environments can present unexpected challenges and adaptability is key. Embrace changes, learn from experiences, and be flexible in adjusting your approach as needed. If you can keep these strategies in mind, you will achieve success and establish that trust and good rapport with your employer. So I hope this all comes across as really exciting for the future. With all this being said, I truly think we are headed in a really positive direction with internships and career development. Machines are getting smarter, People are working fewer hours to get things done, and with AI and smarter ways to use technology, this is just further allowing us as humans to focus even more on innovation and growth. Thanks for listening to this special Hot Topic episode. Tune in next episode where I will be interviewing Danny Chi, Senior Director of Communications at ESPN and a distinguished alumni of our college. Danny is a true success story for going after your dreams and overcoming those obstacles during your early career pursuits. Thanks for listening.